0: When I work with families one-on-one, I often start my plans by saying that naps tend to be the hardest part of the sleep puzzle. That's because daytime sleep is just plain different than nighttime sleep, and if sleep is going to get thrown off by a change, it's likely the naps that will take the first or hardest hit. And transitioning from two naps to one is definitely a tough transition. In my opinion, it's the hardest. Um, it probably rivals one nap to no nap, but they're just different. And I'll be sharing our recent sale when it comes to this transition, so make sure you hang on for the end. Hey there, I'm Lauren Angler, your fellow mom friend and pediatric sleep consultant of Via Grace's. This is a place where you'll learn all the sleep tips and tricks so you feel equipped to navigate the ups and downs of your little one's sleep. You'll also get an inside look at our family's life as I share the real joys and tougher moments of parenting. So whether you're nap trapped, driving to daycare pickup, or you're enjoying a solo evening walk, my goal is for this podcast to be another reminder that when it comes to most things in parenting, all it takes is a plan and a whole lot of grace. I'm so glad you're here. While the transition from two naps to one can be a toughie, it might also be the most exciting as you now have most of the morning and much of the afternoon to get out of the house and not race back for a mid-morning and mid-afternoon nap. And your child's schedule will remain this way for a while now. So let's jump right in. What age are babies or toddlers usually ready to transition to one nap? Most babies are ready to make this transition between 13 to 15 months, although I've seen some babies transition as early as 12 months old, and I've seen others hang on until 18 months. I know it's a wide range, which makes this transition tough to determine the when. There are so many developmental milestones happening around this time, namely walking and talking, and that can make it tough to determine if it's a regression we simply need to wait out or if a change in schedule is appropriate. My general rule of thumb is when your baby or toddler's sleep seems to be off and you're questioning a schedule change, such as the two-to-one nap transition, first wait. Wait about two weeks before making a big sleep change to rule out a regression due to a milestone. This will prevent you from making a transition too soon, which could then result in further sleep challenges. Before we move on to the next question, I want to chat daycare real quick. If your baby is in daycare, there is a very good chance they will be moved to a new room around 12 months old and will be put onto a one-nap schedule. This can be frustrating to some families as your baby might not actually be ready for this transition, but it's happening. First, I want to say you are not alone. Pretty much every daycare family I know and have worked with has gone through this. It will be okay. If this is you, know that your little one is very likely going to need an early bedtime of 6, maybe 6.30 for a few weeks as they adjust to this new schedule. Even if they start taking a longer afternoon nap pretty quickly, they'll likely still need an earlier bedtime. Or if they're struggling and taking a super short afternoon nap, they may benefit from a few extra minutes in the car on the way home to catch a little snooze. You can certainly switch to one nap at home when your baby switches to one nap at daycare, but if it seems that your babe really still needs two naps, I recommend trying to stick with two naps on the weekend. And as long as they're still sleeping well for those two naps and overnight, stick with it. And if you get to a space where overnights are starting to get weird or naps are just off, their body clock could just be getting too confused by such different schedules during the week and weekend. So if that's the case, I would recommend transitioning to just one nap. This is what we did with our oldest. She was at a preschool that went until 1 p.m. and they did not offer a morning nap. So she'd fall asleep on the car ride home, our sitter would transfer her to bed, and she'd thankfully keep sleeping and take a great nap. I don't remember for how long, but she still took two naps on the weekends for quite some time before officially going to one nap across the board. Okay, next let's talk signs your baby is ready to transition to one nap. The most common sign it's time to transition to just one nap is that your little one's afternoon nap is becoming a struggle. They likely still take a great morning nap, but either refuse the afternoon nap altogether, maybe by protesting or just happily not sleeping, or it takes longer than 20 minutes to fall asleep, or they'll only nap for about 30 minutes. Your child may also start to take a short morning nap and short afternoon nap. Another sign your baby is ready to transition to one nap is they're struggling with early morning wakings or even prolonged wakings in the night, and that's all due to a lack of sleep pressure. Sleep pressure is what our kids build up during the day, both between naps in order to fall asleep well and have a nice and long nap, and to sleep well through the night. If our kids don't have enough sleep pressure built up from the day, they may struggle with night wakings or maybe starting the day super early, so that's another sign it's time to transition. Finally, it's time to transition to one nap if your baby's bedtime continues to get pushed back later and later in order to squeeze both naps in. Ideally, your baby's bedtime would not be later than 8 p.m. because we want them to have time to get 11 to 12 hours of overnight sleep. And if bedtime has to get pushed much later in order to squeeze in both naps and be tired enough at bedtime, it's time to make the transition. But remember, just because you have one or two off days does not mean it's time to transition naps. Naps may not be a challenge every day, but if they are a struggle for the majority of the time over two weeks and you're still not seeing an improvement, then it's time to transition. So now let's talk the best one-nap schedule for babies and toddlers. The end goal is a schedule that looks something like this, 7 a.m. wake up, 12 o'clock nap, maybe 12 to 2 or 2.30, and a 7 o'clock bedtime. And as your toddler gets older, that may shift to something more like this, 7 o'clock wake up, maybe a 12.30 nap, 12.30 to 2 or 2.30, and a 7.30 bedtime. You may have to continue pushing your toddler's nap time later and later, however, I do not suggest pushing it any later than 1 p.m., again, so that bedtime doesn't get too late. Okay, so now that you know what a standard one-nap schedule looks like, here's a common question. How long should my baby's nap actually be on a one-nap schedule? Ideally, your little one will slip into a regular schedule of taking a two to two-and-a-half hour nap every afternoon. One and a half hours is the minimum I like to see. And I've occasionally seen babies or toddlers who take a three-hour afternoon nap and still get 11 to 12 hours at night. And if that's the case and it's working, great. But just know that more often than not, a two, maybe two and a half hour nap seems to be just right for most babies and toddlers. Okay, so it's time to transition. How do we make the switch from two naps to one? To help your little one adjust to a one-nap schedule, I do not suggest going cold turkey and jumping right to the new schedule. This is a big change, and we need to help our little ones get there. So we're essentially going to be taking their morning nap and slowly moving it later and later so it eventually becomes the one and only afternoon nap. We'll do this by delaying their current morning nap by 30 minutes every three days until that nap time reaches your desired time and when on a seven to seven-ish schedule, I suggest families start with a noon nap. So for example, if your child typically takes a nap at 10 a.m., but it's time to transition to one nap, this morning nap adjustment will look like this. Days one through three, nap at 10.30. Days four through six, nap at 11. Days five, six, and seven, nap at 11.30. Days eight, nine, and ten, nap at noon and beyond. Now, if your child wakes up before noon while slowly delaying that morning nap, try to put them down for an afternoon nap. They may not actually sleep, but give them some time to try to sleep or at least rest in their crib for about 30 minutes. You can also plan to be on a walk in the stroller or carrier or driving in the car at this time to squeeze in a little nap. As you continue bumping that morning nap back later and later and they sleep past noon, do not offer an afternoon nap that day. It will likely be a stretch, but go ahead and do an early bedtime that night, like as early as 6 p.m. This will help make up for the afternoon sleep they're used to getting, and it will also help avoid any extra overtiredness. So again, if they wake up before noon, try that little afternoon cat nap. If they wake up afternoon, push to bedtime. During the first week of this transition, your little one may have a two-nap day, then a one-nap day, then two naps, but soon you'll come to a place of consistency where every day is a one-nap day, though you will likely still need a six, maybe 6.30 bedtime for a bit just to help them adjust. Now, a temptation I have found families fall into is they start pushing the morning nap later and find a sweet spot around 11 or 11.30 a.m. so they pause there keep going. If the goal is to get your child's nap to noon, keep pushing to noon, even if that means their nap gets shorter for a bit before it gets long again. If you pause the nap transition early and sit at 11, 11.30 a.m., for example, it may work for a short time, but then you're probably going to hit a space where your little one starts to struggle. They may have a tough time lengthening their nap to a full two hours, or they may get stuck at a 6.30 bedtime because their whole schedule is pulled forward, or they may start waking in the night or really early in the morning due to overtiredness or simply an off schedule. So keep going until your little one's nap reaches noon. And then, once your baby or toddler has fully adjusted to their new one-nap schedule, stick to that schedule as closely as possible, just like you did when they were on a two-nap schedule. If your little one usually wakes up around 7 a.m. and naps at noon, yet randomly wakes at one morning, try to keep their nap at noon. Similarly, if they usually nap around 2 and for some reason wake up at one day, try to stick with the 7 p.m. bedtime. Now, yes, if they wake up at 5 a.m., they'll likely need a bit of an earlier nap, but try not to go much more than 15 minutes early, 30 minutes earlier maximum. Or if they only nap for 30 minutes or don't nap at all, they'll definitely need an earlier bedtime. But in general, try to stick with this schedule as closely as possible as this is best for your child's little body clock. For more real-life examples of what off days might look like and how to adjust your little one's schedule accordingly, check out our sleep class, Big Kid Sleep from A to Z. I have a whole section on schedules and how to adjust them. You can find it at viagraces.com slash classes or in the show notes below. Now I want to give you a few extra random tips but important ones for the transition to one nap. Number one, your little one will likely seem to hit a wall at their old morning nap time. So try to get outside or maybe offer a snack with some natural sugars in it. Fresh fruit is a great one to help them push through. They will get a second wind. Two, while the transition is still new, try to avoid stroller rides, car rides, and anything else that generally puts your little one to sleep around 10, maybe 11 a.m. as that was their old morning nap time. Three, aim to have lunch right before nap time as if lunch is part of your little one's nap routine. This will help them transition more smoothly to nap time rather than get distracted with play and have to transition to sleep just a few minutes later. And number four, the one-nap transition will impact your little one's entire body clock. You may find that your baby's appetite is different. I remember this with my second. I feel like I could never feed her enough. They may seem hungrier than usual, especially between their nap and dinner time, and that's normal. You may find that their pooping schedule changes. Their whole body is going through an adjustment, so it makes sense that their appetite and digestion is too. Okay, so I've mentioned that this is a tough transition. It can take time. So how long exactly might this nap transition take? In general, it takes about four to six weeks for babies and toddlers to fully adjust to any sort of nap transition. And that is certainly true of the two to one nap transition. The actual nap transition itself doesn't generally take very long. They'll be taking just one nap a day within a week or two of the transition. That doesn't, however, mean their body will be fully adjusted. It may take time for your baby's nap to fully lengthen, or maybe they still need an early bedtime for a while as they adjust to just one nap. Their meal and snack times will also be adjusting. Remember, this is a big transition, so give it time and give them grace. Now, before I wrap up, I have a little story from you from the not-so-distant past about not waiting those two weeks, therefore resulting in further sleep challenges with our youngest. She's 17 months old right now and still on a two-nap schedule, but we thought she was ready to transition to a one-nap schedule a couple months ago. She had been on the same two-nap schedule for months, and out of nowhere, her two-hour morning nap was 45 minutes, and her one-hour afternoon nap was maybe 30 minutes. Well, my sleep consultant self had been wondering for a while when she'd make the transition, and she was 15 months, which is older than her big sisters were for this nap transition. So yeah, this is probably it, right? She's ready. I gave it a few days, even extended her schedule by about 15 minutes, but nothing was changing. And actually, it started getting worse. One morning, she completely refused her morning nap. Like, I'm talking would not sleep. So I tried again an hour later, wouldn't sleep. Tried again an hour later, would not sleep. So I eventually just held her for a nap because girlfriend needed sleep and mama needed a break. Well, this led into an incredibly frustrating week where she fought sleep like it was no one's business. Bedtime was no problem, but naps were awful. Sometimes we ended up holding her, sometimes tried to nap on the go. If we were lucky, she'd sleep, but not for long. So we essentially jumped right into a one-nap schedule. No gradual shift like I always recommend. We were putting her down at noon, and that kind of fixed the problem. At least when my husband put her down, she'd fall asleep no problem for him, but would refuse sleep altogether for me. Talk about frustrating. When she would fall asleep, she would only nap for 30, 45 minutes, wake up with a poop, and that was that. Sometimes she'd fall back asleep on us, but we couldn't do that every day and didn't want it to become a pattern. I self-talked sleep consultant to sleep consultant and also reached out to some sleep consultant friends and reminded myself this transition can be tough. It can take time. It's a big adjustment. Keep doing the early bedtime. It will all be okay. Then we went to Disney All of her naps were on the go, and I hoped that when we got home, she'd magically fall into the perfect one-nap schedule. Well, day one home, it was 9.30 a.m., and she was already so tired. I figured she was adjusting from our travels and had my husband put her down. And she took two naps that day, but I thought it was just post-travels, so the next few days we went back to the one-nap schedule. And it was a disaster all over again. And she was now waking up extra early in the morning, which screamed overtired to me, but we were already putting her down early for bedtime. So I didn't know what was going on. So one morning, again, it was 9:30 AM, and I looked at her and thought there was just no way she was going to make it to noon. So I tried a morning nap, she did it. Tried an afternoon nap, she did it. And from there we went back to a two-nap schedule. And guess what? Two plus months later, she's still taking two great naps a day. I share all of this to help you learn from our mistake. Don't do what we did. After a few off days, we simply assumed she was ready to transition to one nap rather than waiting about two weeks. And we just jumped right into a new nap instead of gradually shifting like I always recommend. In hindsight, she was in some strange sleep regression, likely due to her language bursts, and she had also been extra clingy to me, so I'm guessing there was some sort of separation anxiety that made it harder for me to put her down versus my husband. I also tell you this to remind you that every baby is different. Like I said, most babies transition between 13 and 15 months, but my 17-month-old is on two naps and going strong. And it's working and I love it. So I'm actually going to follow my own advice next time if we think she's ready to transition. To end this all, remember nap transitions can be tough both on the parents and our babies and toddlers because it tends to throw any predictability that may have been there out the window. And I get it. That's why I want you to have a plan. Even though the best plan won't necessarily make the transition a breeze, having an actual plan takes a huge mental load off. So the grace, remember that these transitions are short-lived and are good for you and your little one. And you'll be back on track before you know it. Thanks so much for listening. If you know someone nearing the transition to one nap, or maybe they're in the thick of it and they're struggling, please send them this episode to help them. And if you found this episode to be helpful or this podcast in general, I would so appreciate it if you could rate and review it so others like you can find it and be helped as well.